The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live. Turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's eight minutes after seven and of course uh, coming to you live uh, this morning from the IEC Operations Results Centre and it's always exciting to be here but it's also exciting for another reason the 1st of August um, and that is because we as the SABC celebrate our 80th birthday today so happy birthday to us and uh, with that you know great deal of work going into getting ready as the SABC along with the IEC to make sure that we bring you the broadest um, uh, coverage of these elections and of course um, effectively the the elections kick off today with the special votes and records being broken all around Um, most number of uh, applications for special votes cast um, running up to uh, in the region of 80,000 as uh, we've been reporting so it's excitement all round and of course uh, there's uh, much else going on as well the Hotspots are still there. We'll get updates on that and we'll take your questions. Tell us what is on your mind. What would you like to know from the IEC with regard to this particular election? And uh, you can call us on 891 SMS us on 34701 or you can tweet or Facebook us at AMLive on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo and please use the hashtag AMLive. And joining us uh, this morning is the Chief Electoral Officer of the Independent Electoral Commission, Mr. Thanks so much for coming through. Uh, thank you, uh, Sakina, and your, your listeners. Um, and happy birthday to you. I do well um, with, uh, with cake. I have a sweet tooth. And, oh, you uh, and I So both. I won't leave the studio until we get cake. Eh? Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> no, thank you so much. And I guess congratulations in order to you and your team as well. It is all systems go, and one really gets a sense of that here in the uh, results center. Everything that we needed to do uh, here, we have done. Um, as we speak now, I think the first few ballots have been cast in the country um, in special votes. So we, 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 are, we are underway. We, you know, the election is now underway. Can I ask where were they cast? Um, throughout the country, special votes opened at 8 today, stations opened at 8, and uh, my colleagues uh, are visiting people at home to, you know, to uh, um, conduct special votes for those applicants that will be conducting special votes at home. And there were quite a few questions around uh, special votes, uh, the categories, and I think some people, again, caught a bit off guard. Uh, Last week I had some uh, messages from truckers, for example, Mm -hmm. asking about where do they vote. So talk to us about the special votes and also um, uh, how these elections will actually be comprised and where and which under which circumstances people can actually cast a vote um, if they are unable to um, basically get home. Yes, I think that's uh, that's very important. In this election, uh, Sakina, we, 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 we will have elections of um, ward councillors um, in the area where, where you reside. Um, you, you will not be in a position to cast um, a vote for a ward councillor for a ward councillor that you, you know, will not be representing you. And so you need to be in your voting station where you are registered, where you are ordinarily resident, to cast the special vote or, and, or a vote on, on Wednesday. And regrettably in this regard, we do not have persons that are traveling outside of their area um, voting. They will not be able to vote outside of that area. 
Um, I think that's the first thing. The second thing is that people who qualify for a special vote um, are really a, a general category of people that for one reason or the other will not be able to come to the voting station on Wednesday. Yourself, for example, you, you will be working um, you know, it, with, with uh, the SABC as a media group covering the elections, not in the area where you're ordinarily mm. resident. So you would, you'd be in a position uh, today or tomorrow to cast a special vote if you have applied for one. They, there are people who are, are bedridden, um, people who are very sickly, people who are elderly, um, who may want to be uh, visited at home. We will do so today and tomorrow. That really is um, where, where we are. Um, persons that, that may be traveling outside of the Republic or outside of their areas where they, they uh, ordinarily reside and are registered are also uh, in the position to cast a special vote if they have applied for one. Mm. But I guess it's important to just emphasize once again that uh, it is not a universal right yes. that you can vote today and tomorrow. Yes. Uh, but it, it's not a universal right, and it, it must be one that you have activated by applying. So uh, it's no good to come this morning and say, well, I have my elderly mother, my elderly aunt, and they can't, or for this and other reason. If you did not apply for a special vote, then you can't basically cast a vote today. That needs to be absolutely clear. You are correct. You are correct. And then, of course, um, I just want to run through a few issues before we actually get to the calls. The hotspots, you yes. know, um, and, and, and let's start with Vuani because we did an update on the Vuani story. Mm. Uh, we, we've covered it quite extensively. Mm. And um, the residents um, uh, forum there, uh, the Pro Mercado forum, they were very clear that they will not allow the IEC in that area. There will be no voting in the area. And the latest this morning is that people... Um, uh, uh, affiliated to that organization have been arrested. So how is the IEC's preparation going in that uh, particular area? We are preparing for an election throughout the country um, you know uh, on the 3rd of August and any special votes that lead to that day. Um, I I know that the, the one uh, situation is a situation that has been um, uh, one that we've been following up and one that we've been engaging with. I'd like to leave it at that, at that level to say we are engaging. But I, I think it's also important to say that um, it is um, a violation of the law um, to interfere with the work that we need to do in that area. I think, um, you know, we are a democratic country. Uh, I'd like to call upon uh, citizens of this nation where they have uh, dissatisfaction in one, with one thing or the other. I think um, it is understandable that um, such a protest must be peaceful um, and it should not be violent. No one has the right to interfere with the vote of another. And in that respect, um, I'm asking them to desist from uh, making or, or making a call on persons or intimidating people not to do so. I think it, it, it is unfortunate uh, and it is a violation of the law. We understand um, when, when protests are peaceful, but when they turn violent, I think there is no reason for them to turn violent. So today is effectively the first day of voting, uh, special votes. Uh, Vuani situation, have people applied there? And where exactly will they be voting, given that uh, traditionally you tend to use uh, schools as um, um, voting stations and a number of schools in that area were vandalized or destroyed? We, 
we, we do have um, alternative venues that we will find, and we will use those alternative venues in the in the voting district. Special votes will be will be undertaken uh, in the normal course that we do special votes. Uh, we have received some special votes in that area. They will be undertaken tomorrow. And then moving on to Tlokwe. And uh, what is the latest on Tlokwe? All systems go there? It's all systems go in Tlokwe. Um, the, the, the work that we needed to do, we have done. Um, it's been uh, a very um, tough task, but we have done it uh, to the best of our abilities. Um, we will continue to, you know, uh, to engage and to do what, whatever we need to do in that area. But I must uh, say that uh, you know, we are very grateful uh, to you know, citizens in Tlokwe, um, the residents there, the political parties, um, the independent candidates uh, in, in that area. Um, we, we, we initially had many, many challenges, but right at the end, um, I, I think that uh, we found each other in a way that um, augurs well for our democracy. And um, with regard to those hotspots, I mean, uh, did you need to put in any um, extra measures in order to ensure that uh, the ballot actually, you know, does take place in a relatively free and fair environment? We, we, we must say that we work closely with a number of stakeholders. We work with civil society organizations. We work with leaders uh, in, in those communities. We also work with uh, the uh, security um, agencies of the state. Um, our job is to conduct elections, and those whose mandate is to safeguard um, uh, the, you know, um, the areas or where we are, you and I, and where we live, um, they, they, they are working closely with us to ensure that in those areas where there may be challenges, those challenges are, are eliminated or minimized. And in that respect, we have confidence that uh, every hotspot or potential hotspot um, where, where these issues have been uh, identified and um, we have no reason to think that uh, there are many places where these areas are not identified, um, they have been dealt with one way or the other or there are plans to deal with them. We are concentrating on ensuring that we uh, uh, deliver an election that will be free and that will be fair. And we're speaking, of course, this morning uh, to uh, the Chief Electoral Officer of the Independent Electoral Commission, Mr. Musutu Muyepia, taking your calls on 0891-104-208. You had quite a few last week when we were talking about elections. So Mr. Muyepia is here to answer your questions, as we promised. And, of course, you can also send those questions to us via SMS to the number 34701, tweet or Facebook, AM Live on SAFM. And just before I take those, yes. 80 million ballot papers printed yes. for this election. Could you kindly just walk our listeners through why the need to print uh, that many papers? Yes, and you know um, the, there are three elections that are going to be held outside the metropolitan areas. And there are going to be two elections that are going to be held in metropolitan areas. So a number of voters, a number of voters in, in metropolitan areas will, will be getting two ballots each. And we have 26.3 million registered voters. That takes you already over, um, you know, uh, just about, um, for, for the metropolitan areas, um, almost half the number of our voters getting double the amount of ballots. Outside of the metropolitan areas, you are going to get people who get three ballots. So 
you know, it's a ballot for the ward, it's a ballot for the local council, and a ballot for the district the council. District, yeah. So that those numbers uh, make us to have seventy, almost eight, eighty million. It, it's um, it's in fact uh, seventy seventy three point nine million, uh, to to be exact. And uh, just uh, uh, looking at those numbers here, uh, so there will be 4,649 unique ballot papers, uh, 4,392 ward ballots, 205 local PR ballot papers, 8 metro PR ballot papers, and 44 district council ballot papers. Correct. And it all speaks to a logistical nightmare. (laughs) Well, um, you know, in an election... These are things that you need to do. We, we have ensured that uh, every ballot that we have printed, we know where it is going to. Um, we know it is going to this ward and to that voting uh, district in that ward. And, you know, we've had just a month to do all of this. You will recall that uh, the um, list of candidates was certified on the 27th of June. Uh, and after that, we started uh, organizing for the printing of the ballots and the distribution Everything that we believe we needed to do, we have now done. Um, you know, uh, in logistics, they always say to you, if you have three hours of no problems, you've had a great day. Uh, we are hoping that, um, you know, all of those things um, are, are ironed out. Um, yesterday, we checked with colleagues around the country and, and all was well. And then what happened in Soweto last week with the stolen ballot papers there? We, we had an unfortunate situation where a, a truck uh, doing deliveries of ballots um, was uh, broken into um, uh, at, a ro- at, at a robot when, when the driver was, uh, you know, was uh, uh, observing a, a red robot there and somebody opened uh, the vehicle from the back and stole a box of, of, of ballots. Um, it, it appears um, this was just a, an opportunistic uh, 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 criminal act. Uh, it had nothing to do with political uh, situation. The ballots have been, have been found. Um, some of them were burnt um, and some books were found. But citizens don't need to be worried about this. As I've indicated, we, we knew uh, the serial numbers of those ballots. Um, we then um, removed them from circulation. Uh, we have reprinted the, the new ballot with new security features uh, for those areas, and we will deal with that situation in that manner. Those ballots that were found will not play any further role in these elections. And we're talking elections this morning. Special votes starting today. That will take place today and tomorrow. And then the masses will go to the polls on Wednesday, the 3rd of August. And let me just throw some more numbers your way. Uh, we're looking at approximately uh, 153,000 uh, ballot boxes that will be used. Uh, 133,000 voting booths. Uh, there will also be approximately 1.8 million four pages of voters role to provide um, a copy of the segment of the voters role for each voting station and that of course is where your name is ticked off where uh, you are legitimized as it were to vote and then 60 tons of stationery uh, to the voting stations and 45,000 large banners to mark where those voting stations are so let's take some calls for Mr. Musutu Muyepia who's the chief electoral officer of the IEC 089 1-1-1-0-4-2-0-8. Miles is calling from Joba. Good morning, Miles. Thanks, Sakina. Can you hear me? I can hear can you. Can you hear me, Miles. Go ahead. 
Thank you for yes. taking my call. Do go ahead. You know, Sakina, we as Prisoners Rights Organization will always, always question the independence of the IEC and we will blame them for as long as I'm alive for having disenfranchised sentenced and unsentenced prisoners in the local government elections. For the past 22 years, people who are voting in this country, who are citizens of this country, who are elderly, eligible vo- uh, voting age, who are sentenced, were told that it is going to be a logistic, financial and human nightmare to allow sentenced and unsentenced prisoners to vote in the local government elections because, for, for starters, Let's say you are sentenced and you are serving a sentence or you are on waiting trial in Joburg and you are originally from Kwamashu. You cannot vote in Joburg because you are originally from Kwamashu. And we were told about the address issue, which has, which has, been, an, which is, which has been a non-story because we have realized that even us outside here has been voting all these years without verifying our addresses. And if you want to... Uh, an address of a sentenced and unsentenced prisoner, they've got the most verifiable addresses because you'll find them there 2,400 hours a day at a prison that's got an address, a physical address, and a PO box address, a prison number, a name, and a surname. And we shall always, until such time, they sit down with us and work out this so-called logistic nightmare, keep them accountable, and question their independence. Well, thank you so much there, Miles. Let's also hear from Felix in Nelspreet. Good morning, Felix. Hello, Actually, Felix. I'm taking my call. Hello? Go ahead, Felix. Please yes. go yes. ahead. I'm just su- yes, I'm just surprised that you'll be arresting people without charges, election or no election. Is this the way we are turning this country into? Is this the way ANC has become?